Hey, hey, friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. It's a really good one. I was so excited to be able to sit down and talk with Leslie Nunnery from Teach Them Diligently. To be honest, her and I probably could have sat and talked for many hours. We have a lot in common and she's just been around the homeschool world for so many years, but also like really in it and has... possibly even you who is listening to this has met her in person or been to one of their conferences. I just know that today is going to encourage you. It's going to bless you. It encouraged and blessed me as I got to sit and talk to her. And just, you know, for me with just having one homeschooler left, just encouraged me to stay the course and to really focus in on what's important during these years of homeschooling. I know you're going to be blessed. So stick around, keep those earbuds in and listen in on this conversation. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Welcome to Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, Leslie. I am excited that you are here today, and I'm just just everything you do. I I just know listeners are going to really appreciate your insight and your wisdom. And I feel like just the grace that you deliver it with. So if you could just start out and just kind of give a little introduction, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, it's thank you so much. It is so good to be here. Um, I, I love talking to, to fellow moms. I enjoyed the fellowship we had before we started rolling. Um, but I just love sharing about what God has done and the things that we've learned as we've homeschooled our kids for a lot of years, but also as we've worked with families. Um, many, many years ago, God called my family to homeschool, which I was definitely a reluctant entry person. I That was nothing I ever thought I would do. I was very content being room mom and being really involved in my kids' school. And I was what I thought living the dream. Um, but God started really whispering in my ear about homeschooling. And I I wrestled with that for a while because it was very outside of what I thought I wanted to do. Um, but ultimately, God got my attention by making me realize that my time with my children was really short and how I spent that and how I invested that was really critical in the mission that he had given me. And so if I wanted to pass my faith onto my kids, if I wanted to prepare them well for whatever God had for them, I needed to be with them. I needed to be actually taking those moments. And so um really started praying seriously about homeschooling at that point. Talked to David. The Lord had been dealing in his heart at the same time which I had no idea, but God is so faithful and so good to do that. Uh, so we started homeschooling um, when my oldest son was in entering into fourth grade. He's 23 now, so that was a while ago, um, and homeschooled all four of my children all the way from then on. Uh, as I was telling you before, we have one left. Uh, three of them are graduating, two are getting married this year, one is uh, working on possibly moving out of the country and serving the Lord 
uh, abroad for a while. Um, so God has been really, really faithful. He, at the end of our first year of homeschooling though, which is another thing that is so humorous to me because only God could possibly ask this of us. Um, he called us to start a homeschool event um, to celebrate discipleship and homeschooling. And so we started this event called Teach Them Diligently at the end of our first year of homeschooling when we knew nothing about anything. We were green. We we just, we didn't know anything except we knew that we wanted to shine a light on the real reason of why we're called to homeschool as believers. And that is to go for the hearts of our children. Um, and he has blessed that ministry through the years. We've now been producing events uh, across the country for the last 11 years um, and he's given us a phenomenal ministry with moms through a membership community. We've got a number of books and resources and stuff, a podcast, a homeschooling families podcast, just a lot of ways to invest in families, taking what he's taught us and, and trying to pass that on. And that is a great joy of us in this new season of life as we're kind of graduating everyone out and uh, kind of embarking on this next leg of our race. I think many of us can resonate with your story. I mean, I can. It sounds sounds very similar to my story and how it was not part of the plan. It wasn't part of our nope. plan, but it was a part of God's plan. And I didn't realize that you felt called to start everything within that first year. So I, I totally get that feeling like, what are we doing here? So that was definitely a, like a leap of faith there to go and do something that you had were pretty new to. And it's- Well, it was. And it honestly, we were doing it for just a one-time thing. It was, we, we we were talking to a lot of people and the homeschooling at that time was almost becoming an idol. Like it was the, it was the mission was homeschooling. And they even talked about like converting people to homeschooling. We're like, wait, 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 wait. This isn't the mission. This isn't the be all end all. And so we both, our backgrounds was PR, marketing. David was running a mission board, which was all about um, using business for missions. And so this was born out of that that mission board. Um, and, and so we just wanted to do one event to just refocus people. And God brought in over 1,500 families from 38 different states to that little, what we thought was going to be a little event in South Carolina. Um, and so at the end of it, we were just like, should we do this again? And God said yes. And he's been saying yes for the last 11 years. So um, it's, yeah, that was something that we never thought God would use the way he has. Um, and we certainly felt very ill-equipped to do a homeschool event, but the mission of it was always to focus people on the hearts of our children. I think that that's, I mean, it's the main reason why we started homeschooling was wanting to be able to pour into our kids' hearts and not having that seven hours a day away right. from them. So can you tell me a little bit about what is Heart School? Yes, I would love to. So Heart School is a a term that I coined several years ago that really encompasses what I believe our mission is as Christian homeschool families. Actually, I think if you're a parent, a Christian parent, you're called to Heart School. Um, with Heart School, the focus is on discipleship. It's on going for your children's heart, preparing them well, to helping them know God personally, helping them learn to love him and see him at work. Um, and then also preparing them well to walk through whatever door God opens for them. So with that being kind of the definition of what Heart Schooling is, homeschooling then becomes a phenomenal tool to accomplish that mission. Um, so ultimately, heart school is is 
what I believe all of our mission really is. We aren't called to homeschool for the sake of education. We're called to homeschool as a tool to bring our children to Jesus and to disciple and prepare them well. Um, and so Heart School, there's a, a course and a book, and I've tried to really explain to people and walk you through how that looks and and how that can impact your family. Um and, and so that's that's really how that term was kind of born and it has grown out over the years. Um, but it's really been something that resonates because a lot of people feel like they know that there's something more than homeschooling to their mission, but they can't quite encapsulate it. And when I say, hey, you're a heart schooler, they're like, oh, that's what I am. And so it's really the Lord has really used it to kind of open people's eyes to what they were they were trying to put a name to, but they couldn't quite do it. Yeah, I think when you think about, you know, your child graduates and they can recite all of the generals from certain wars and dates and everything, but they don't, mm -hmm. they don't have the fruit of the spirit. They don't have, a time right. hasn't been taken to grow character within them and, and showing them how to live out in the world as a believer, you know, you've kind of, I mean, those dates and the, all those generals aren't going to help you as, as much. And so I think, I know, I actually know after having launched two kiddos that I am, I, I'm more glad of the time that we spent in our Bible studies and the, the so fun when they get to high school and you can dive into theology and deep, yes. you know, conversations. And it's just, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that we took the time for that and might have skipped some science experiments and some math lessons for those kinds of things. So, which kind of leads probably into this question is that you do have a different view of homeschooling. And I know you've kind of talked a little bit about it, about it already, but maybe you can dive in a little bit more that, you know, your view is different than some other homeschool advocates. Why is that? Well, it's, it's like, you know, we, we've kind of talked about it before. It flips it. You can't, you can't have two priorities. You can only have one priority, one big, huge goal, and then everything else has to line up be, behind that. When you elevate home education as that big goal, it's very disruptive to your family. It actually injects a lot of friction unnecessarily. It um, it can cause more combative relationships among you and your children and even you and your spouse because, it, it in my opinion, it is in a position it is not meant to hold. But when you elevate discipleship, heart schooling into that role as a parent, that is your big mission for what you're doing for those 18 years. Or, I mean, it goes on beyond that, obviously, but you have really dedicated time while they're in your home to, to shepherd their hearts. And you see home education as a tool for that. All of a sudden, it straightens everything up. It lines things up in, in, in terms of of priority in a way that brings peace and, and confidence. You can make decisions on what you do or don't do within your family. Um, like you noted before, skipping a science project because you've got this great conversation going, you can make those decisions without feeling guilt and failure because you know that that heart conversation is right in line with your mission. Um, now, you know, we want to teach good character. So if we walk away from something difficult on the academic side to have a conversation, normally we'll go back because character goes back and finishes what is hard, but it doesn't come with this. Oh, I had a terrible day because we let all these balls drop. No, all, all of a sudden you're seeing, I had a great day because I had time to see what was going on 
beneath the surface and what was causing my child to be so frustrated with whatever. And now I know them better so I can shepherd their hearts better going forward. I can even line up their academics more and teach them in a way that's more to their bend. So all of a sudden, everything is is lined up differently. And the peace and the confidence that comes from that is incredible. I like that you know that you noted that you can yes you can go back to those lessons and yes there's sometimes when you notice this is a scenario probably in a lot of homes is that there's a struggle with a certain lesson and there might be tears and there's time then maybe mm-hmm. to pull away and let's figure out what is underneath that and it doesn't always happen in one little session it might take time after time after time but then there's also the then well we do have to go back we do have some hard things to do we're called to do some hard things sometimes and it builds their character like you had mentioned. Oh, absolutely. And 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 it builds yours. You know, the the sanctifying elements of parenting and homeschooling are massive for a parent. Um because we get to see our own shortcomings. We get to see our own flaws and sometimes we get to see them like on a screen as we watch our child do exactly what we do. Um but but we're able to take that insight that we've gotten through the years of stubbing our toe and we're able to use that on behalf of our child. I I often when I speak talk about how discipleship is leveraging what I've learned in Christ for the good of someone else and that's exactly what I'm doing day in and day out with my kids is I'm leveraging what God has taught me and putting it in context and making it making application for my children so that they can learn it so much earlier than I did and hopefully without the same pain points as I I took to learn it. That point about uh, parenting and homeschooling and motherhood being sanctifying, I think it's been the greatest, the greatest sanctification in my life has been, you know, the motherhood and then adding in the homeschooling and the 24 seven of um, parenting them and then, you know, adding in the education and yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely something. And I would find often that God would weave the same thread through my life and their life at the same time that maybe they would at Sunday school hear something. And then I would be reading in my own personal devotion and we would have time during the day to be able to talk about that and say, Hey, you know, I feel like God's really talking to me about peace a lot. I keep hearing it all this. And, and so as you're talking and saying, you know, being able to share what your journey is with your kids, I think that's been the greatest thing and and a huge way of bonding the relationships, the relationships I have with my kids is so strong. And I know it's because of all the time and the openness, the vulnerability, and they get to, they get to see you every day, all day in your, in your glory and in your very bad moments as well. (laughs) And they learned, you know, that you're human and that you're sinful. Mm -hmm. And this is how mom, you know, and dad works through that and repentance and apologies and how God forgives then on the other side of that. So how does the perspective that you shared, how does that show up in the events that you guys are putting on? Well, we, um, like I alluded to at the beginning, we do produce homeschool events. Uh, I call them homeschool events. That is kind of our niche. We are ministering to homeschool family, but these are really family events. Um, Teach Them Diligently has, uh, this past year, we did two three-day events um, in the spring, and then we did several one-day events. events. Our three-day events are massive celebrations of of Christian homeschooling and really heart schooling. So you will have, when you go to teach them diligently, you will find sessions about parenting and marriage and discipleship and organization and all the nuts and bolts of homeschooling that you could ever have questions about. 
Um, and so we bring all of that together because we recognize that for a Christian homeschool family, homeschooling is just one element of of this big puzzle that makes up who you are. And so it is our mission to strengthen all of those elements, to give you support and encouragement to make sure your marriage is strong. Because if your marriage is faltering, that's going to impact your kids. That's going to impact your ability to homeschool. That's going to impact everything. And then from there, we want to make sure that you are confident as a parent. One of the things that I found as I've been really ministering to parents through the years, and and one of the things that I try to make a point of in heart schooling is that heart school is where amazing parents become excellent home educators. But first, we need to help you recognize how God can use you as a parent. And so we talk a lot about the privileged position that you have, the call on your life and how important it is because everything in culture is going against that. It is degrading your job as a parent and it is doing everything to make you insecure in that. So we want to shore that up, help you see that God is working through you in a very unique and special way in the lives of your children. Um, So you've got marriage, you've got parenting, and then we talk about everything that would have to do with running your home, running your school, teaching math, science, whatever. Um, And so all of those workshops are, are available, but then... What you can't really bottle is the fellowship and the camaraderie of having thousands of like-minded families around you where you see in technicolor that you're not walking alone, that you're not a weirdo making these decisions that nobody else is making. Um, you Great friendships have been born at our events because there is so much commonality. And so you'll see people talking in the halls or sitting together in sessions. Um, we have a, a exhibit hall filled with resources. So we are equipping you on, on all fronts. Um, but really, there's so much more to a Teach Them Diligently event than what you can even put on paper because you can't quantify the emotional encouragement and and fellowship that comes from being around that many people. I remember um, going so those are our three day events. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say I was gonna add that I remember going to my very first homeschool event before I even homeschooled and I was like, I found my people. I found like minded yes. people and it just felt so good because like you said, you're out in the world and I had nobody else that homeschooled. And so it's it's a that's a great resource. Okay, go ahead. Go on. <laughs> no, it, it really is and it's you know we feel like we're swimming upstream so much of our lives. But when you come to an event like ours, all of a sudden you're going with the flow. It is so restful to not be fighting for your life like you feel like you are so many times. But then I, I did want to note, in addition to those three-day events that we have, we also have one-day homeschooling parent summits during the year where we just really we really focus on just encouraging parents. So at our big events, we have programming for everybody. We have a children's program and a teen program and a servant leadership program for teens and STEM classes and art classes and writing classes and all of this stuff for the whole family to do. But at our one day events, they are just for parents. And we come together for like a Saturday, just a full day. And you have access to some really great speakers, really great content to encourage you in your mission just with you and your spouse for a for a much shorter, smaller, more intimate experience through the year. So that's kind of what our events are all about. Ultimately, they're about encouraging and strengthening families so that churches are strengthened, the communities are strengthened, children aren't walking away from the Lord. You know, we this is a a big, big mission and our niche is to work to strengthen families through the parents. 
That's amazing. And yes, that point of, you know, strengthening the parents, if you have strong parents, you have strong families. If you have strong families, you have strong churches and strong communities. Right. And it just, it just trickles out. Your events sound amazing. I have, I have to get myself to one of them and soon. You do, you do. <laughs> so how does discipleship impact the decisions that a homeschool family makes? And then how does your heart school, the paradigm that you have there, how does it bring a lot of peace and confidence to the families who implement that? So when you see your mission as what it is, discipling your children, bringing them to Jesus, shepherding their hearts, you are able to to make decisions about individual moments with that in view rather than feeling like you're serving a lot of masters. So if I have a lot of things on the same level, homeschooling, discipleship, you know, athletics, whatever it is, not any of them are bad things, but they are all on an equal level, then every decision I make is causing friction and stress because I am saying yes to something and I'm saying no to four or five other things. Whereas if you see my main goal is this, everything is going to be subservient to this mission that God has given me. Then all of a sudden, I start saying yes to things that I believe best suits that goal, that mission. And it is is a positive thing. I am reinforcing my mission rather than a negative thing where I am saying no to a bunch of other stuff that are equally good. And so I'm constantly stressing over whether I'm making the right decisions. So, So that is how really lining everything up behind that one big mission ushers in an awful lot of peace. Does that, does that make sense? Does that, have I, have I communicated that in a way that I'm trying to? Yes, that totally makes sense. And I've seen that in my own family. When you say yes to something, you are saying no to something else. Right. And like you said, it doesn't mean that athletics or whatever, I'm just thinking right now, my son's playing baseball and you know, we've said yes to that and it's just him right now at home. So it's very easy for me to say yes, but there's right. been times where I've been like, I can't have kids in three different things at the same exact time. Cause even if dad and I split, like we just, and we've decided that we don't want to be that busy. So is it that exactly. is it important to you or not? And just noticing also, we were talking before earlier, before we start recording just about different seasons. And I'm in this season where it's just him. And I have this opportunity. I, I can go a couple of nights a week to the baseball field and, you know, sit there and watch him play. And, you know, while he's warming up, read a book and, and those kinds of things, but recognizing that sometimes during seasons, it's saying, it's saying no. And sometimes we said no right. to things just so we could be home, just so that we well, could be exactly. together. And, and that really is at the crux of it. When, when we are servants of a lot of priorities and a lot of emotion and, and things like that. And we're, so we're saying, yes, I don't want to hurt her feelings. I don't want to do this. We're saying yes to all of this stuff. What that ends up doing is separating families. We're going in a million different directions. We're never eating together. We are fried and frazzled and brittle. And even when we're home, it's not peaceful because we're we're hopping from one thing to the next. And it can be music lessons and athletic practices and play practices and nothing that is bad, but you can't do everything at once. And so with, we had four children, like we were talking before, we have four children, but when they were all little, there was a, a sense of taking turns. You know, we can't be doing all the things. So you can't be in every sport and every play and doing everything. Um, and that also, not only did it show the kids that it was a priority, first of all, that we eat together, we spend time together as a family, there's peace in our home, 
but also we prioritize church. It's very easy to allow things to eat away at your your church time, your corporate time with your body um, there. So they knew those two things were priorities, but it also helped them understand that they were not the center of the universe. So they also had to learn that they their decisions impacted other people and their decisions had to fit within the mission of this whole family of which they were a part. And so it helps position them in a way that they start seeing how God is working, not just in them. It's very easy, especially for children, for them to just see their world. I mean, it's, it's easy for all of us. What am I, who am I kidding? Um, but it's very easy to just see your own desires. And by focusing on the mission and bringing your kids in, I talk in the Heart School book a lot about bringing your kids into the mission, explaining it to them. They start to see how God is working in all of these people and how we're a team to do what God has called us to do. And the impact of that is incredible on them as they start launching out and having their own faith and start organizing their own lives. Those principles really stick with them. I love that point that you're making about, you know, launch um, before the launching out was about, you know, doing things together and just how they learn how important families are and relationships. They know how to relate to one another really well, which will help and serve them as they head out into the world. And as they then get married and they understand they have had a front row seat a little bit to a marriage relationship and how everybody relates and um, homeschooling is just kind of, we have enjoyed the fact that it's given us freedom during the day. And we have done, we have participated in so many things where it would be some volunteer thing at church and you know, it's all the senior citizens And then me and my kids. And it wasn't just us volunteering and doing that. It was also like they enjoyed those that were also volunteering, enjoyed getting to know my kids. And it was amazing to be able to see and have others pour into them from our church body that are wiser and in a different season of life and and pour into them. And um, yeah, thank you for that reminder of all that. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I love what you noted there about the relationships that they were able to build in the body because we've seen the same thing and the value of that, the value of them serving shoulder to shoulder with godly people who aren't their parents, where they can see that this isn't just an isolated thing. God is at work in a lot of ways in a lot of people and, and allowing those people to impact your kids. It's just awesome. And it builds such tight relationships. And now that our kids are adults, we, you know, my, my daughter and her fiance actually go to small group with a lot of the elderly people. They're the only young, like young, young couple in the entire small group because they love those people and those, they have such a tight relationship. And so they are really being mentored as they're getting ready to get married by these godly couples that are well older than us. So I'm just so grateful for the relationships that God has allowed them to form through the years by serving alongside of, of a lot of godly people. That's an amazing story. I think I got like chills listening to that. That's super cool. And I think that with homeschooling, with the fact that our kids did have that freedom, they were in community with people of all different ages and they were mm-hmm. able then to form relationships and know that somebody who is elderly isn't isn't anybody to be scared of and they would learn how right. to how to relate that. So I've got one more question here for you though. But so can you tell us a little bit about what are some of the most rewarding aspects of homeschooling and how you have seen homeschooling positively impacting families and communities? Hmm. Yeah, that's that's a big question. Um <laughs> so I 
I'll start very personally that positively the way that homeschooling has impacted our lives. Um, I have a relationship with my now adult children that I would have never, ever even dreamed possible. And I have a great relationship with my parents. So there's no break in my family, but the depth of knowledge and understanding that I have with my kids and that they have with me is unbelievable. And, um, you know, it keeps us very close. It allows me to be a part of them, of their lives as adults um, in a very real way. And I'm so very grateful for that. God has been very faithful and I can see them making choices to that show that they love God and they are desiring to serve him. And I'm so thankful. Beyond our family, I have talked to so many who would have very similar testimonies. When you line up, your priorities, like we've talked about throughout this, this podcast, where you're going for the hearts of your children, you're using home education and all of these other things as tools to give you those opportunities. You find that God blesses the work of your hand in ways that you would have never imagined. People are able to get out. They're able to serve and, and build bridges and, and make connections within their community because they're teaching their kids to look outward. Um, again, that, that goes back to the world doesn't revolve around you. When you see a need, you go meet it. And so we're seeing families get involved in very practical ways and meeting needs in their communities and in their churches. Homeschooling also gives you the flexibility that you noted earlier to take advantage of opportunities, travel when dad has work or go on mission trips together or whatever you are able to pick up and go. And um, all of those things are just, just really the top of the iceberg of ways that God is using this to positive positively impact families and communities and churches, but really that as we see families strengthened at the, at the seminal family unit level, that is the building block of every other entity in our culture. And so if we can see more and more families where marriages are strengthened, the relationship with parent and child is strengthened, you're going to see stronger churches. You're going to see stronger communities that start viewing things in different ways. It is a massive work that I believe that God has started doing. And I pray every day that he continues reviving families in this way, because I think that that is the way that we're going to see massive changes in our culture and around the world. I second that. So let's go back to what you first were talking about, because I think it's such an encouragement for those that are just beginning homeschooling or thinking about homeschooling. It gets hard. It gets very hard when you have all younger children and you, there's a lot of, we'll say character training. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of discipleship that goes on and it feels heavy and you want it, you want to quit. But I love that you are able to then speak into the moms that are listening as someone who has graduated a couple of children and you are seeing the fruit of that, the fruit of not quitting when it gets hard. And it gets hard. It gets very hard. And pushing through is when we get that reward and the sweetness and and having that depth of relationships with our children. I second that. I have a great relationship with my parents, but it's not to the depth that my kids have with me. And I think that they, they text me like stuff that now there was no texting back when I, you know, 20 plus years ago or anything. Right. So, but I'm just thinking to myself, I probably wouldn't have shared that with my parents. I, they wouldn't know this much, that much about me. And Um, I just, I just, I just love it that we have that. And I love to hear from other parents too, that are also further down the road with the homeschooling and see that it is worth continuing to do so. Mm -hmm. And then to your point of just strengthening the families. And I, I do, I believe that too. And I'm seeing, I feel like I'm seeing that really that 
families are coming together and marriages are strengthening and, yes. you know, couples as a husband and as a wife are working on that. So the families then, and, and that's how we're really going to make a change and an impact upon the culture and those around us. Yes, I, I totally agree. And I'm so grateful for the way that God is working. And to your point, for all of you young moms who are out there, that there's a lot of weariness that comes with with little children. Be consistent. Trust the, the pro. I tell young moms all the time, trust the process. God takes all of those little things that you think are kind of throwaway, insignificant little conversations. God uses those mightily as your kids get older and all everything starts coming together and weaving together to make this tapestry of the young man or woman that they're becoming. And you get to play a role in that. And it is amazing. What a great privilege we have. It is. And it's not wasted years. It is years mm-hmm. that, that, are, that are, that are hard that, yeah, like you said, like weary. I love that word. That's can be wearisome, but it's worth it. It's worth yes. all the time and worth all the years. So thank you, Leslie, for this information and just encouraging us. Can you let the listeners know where they can find you and hear about your events and all the things that you offer? Oh, absolutely. I would love to. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, you can find out all about our events and you know, we've got a podcast and blog and resources galore at teachthemdiligently.net. Again, that's just teachthemdiligently.net. And if you want to learn more about Heart School in particular, um, we've got a, I, I made, I've got a print copy of the book, but I also have an ebook copy of the same exact book. You can get it for just $5. Read it in two or three hours. If you go to teachthemdiligently.net forward slash book, you can download that uh, very, very easily, but that's going to give you a great primer on what heart schooling is and how it can look in your own family. Perfect. And I will link all of these in the show notes too. So everybody can, can head straight over there. So thank you, Leslie, for joining us today in this encouragement. And we just appreciate you. I appreciate you and all that Teach Them Diligently has been doing and will continue to do. Thank you so much. I, I It's been a joy to be here. I always love talking to you. What did I tell you? That was good, right? Are you feeling really good now about homeschooling? I hope that even if you see that there's areas that you need to work on, you're feeling convicted, like, oh, I need to focus a bit up more on that. Just, I hope that you're feeling good that now you have some idea, some direction and Leslie is just an absolute sweetheart. And I know that you enjoyed listening to all that she had to say. I, as promised, I will link everything that she listed in the show notes. You can connect more with her. You can find out more information about Teach Them Diligently and the resources and just all the opportunities that they have that they offer you as a homeschool mom to come alongside you during these years. So thank you, friend, for listening. And I hope that you have a really good rest of your day. And be sure to be back here again on Thursday because that episode, I feel like it kind of links a bit. It wasn't really even on purpose, but it links with just the season and the time in life that Leslie and I find ourselves in. And I know that it will, it's going to encourage you and give you just a little bit of an idea and a taste of what's down the road for you. So we'll see you back here on Thursday. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.